Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. Hello, beautiful being, and welcome back to another episode here on The Marissa Morrison Show. Today is one for the books. This may quite literally be my favorite episode that I have prepared. Haven't recorded yet, but I think after I'm done, I'm still going to feel the same. We are going to dig deep together. This is an episode that is all about really empowering you. You know, when we go through our lives, there's so many roles that we're playing and responsibilities that we have. And, you know, we get caught up in the day to day. I think it's so easy to forget the magic of life. And so, on this episode, in this conversation, we're going to dig deep together, and I'm going to empower you to really rediscover yourself in a way that maybe you haven't before. My hope is that this helps you connect with the part of you that is limitless, because the things that we hold on to, victimhood, scarcity, lack, littleness, all of those doubts and fears, it's really like a bondage that holds us back from manifesting our dreams. And as we slowly peel away these layers of the illusions of the matrix, we can remember who we are. And in this understanding, we can tap into that power to be, to do, and to have anything that we desire. And so today, we're talking about the science of who you are and your relationship to the universe. So I want you really quickly to just get really present with me. And before we get going, I just want to say thank you for showing up. I see you right where you are, and I acknowledge your presence here. You are so special and so loved. You are the reason behind the why of this podcast. I am here to help you create a life that you love to have a business that is full of the profits that bring financial freedom into your life. Because what I know to be true is that it is possible. So if you have gained any value from these episodes that you are listening into, I would love to encourage you to leave a review and to give this podcast five stars. The more that there is proof within the ratings and the reviews, the more that this podcast will grow. And when this podcast grows, the more guests that we bring on and the more impact that we're able to make. So your support 
makes a bigger difference than just supporting the podcast. It's about helping more people hear the message of possibility and rediscovery of self so that they can live their fullest life. Now, as we're beginning this conversation today, I'd like to encourage you to really ground yourself in this moment. Let go of anything that you were thinking about the past or anything that's coming up in your future, anything on your to-do list. Just really zone in with me and get present because we are going to talk about some very big numbers. We're going to talk about science. It's going to be really exciting and fun. But your presence here is what will make this impactful for you. So just taking a deep breath, rolling your shoulders up and back, relaxing your belly and your forehead and your jaw, and just noticing the sounds around you, the colors, just getting in a place of presence in this moment. All right. Are we all here? We're here. Okay. So when we think about life, I know for me, I identify as Marissa, right? Like this is who I am. I'm living my life day to day. Right now I'm recording a podcast with you. But really, there's so much more happening than what we're actually able to see. And when we look out into nature, into existence, our planet, planet Earth here, out amongst all of the planets and the universe, there must be physical laws, especially where life exists here on planet Earth. Perhaps a flow of dynamic information that allows life to persist and to evolve. We can see in all of nature that it's highly organized and coordinated and able to produce an animal that can look back and think about itself. So if we think about all of time, this beautiful evolution that we've been a part of, and this singular beginning that happened back in the beginning, which we'll get more into here in a moment, whatever material matter energy that was available from that moment to this moment has produced you. And you cannot be separated from that first moment. Thus, how would you be, right? So really realizing that you are a product of the beginning of time, beginning of the universe, and you are self-aware. Now, if we look at quantum physics, time is actually an illusion. Again, we'll get more into that here in a moment. <laughs> like I said, we're going to get deep here, okay? This is going to be a really exciting conversation. This is the stuff that lights me up. I love it so much. Combining science and spirituality together really allows such a beautiful awakening and freedom and possibility. So if we are thinking about the universe and what we know about the universe if you were to travel at the speed of light, okay, it would take you 13.8 billion light years to travel from one side of the universe to the other, okay? This is also what is measured among science of what they have available. The furthest that they can see at the beginning of time, some have 
suspected that it could be uh, remnants of another universe that we moved into a new era. Some believe it is the beginning of time. But whatever it may be, this beginning, the furthest back that scientists can see, if you travel from that moment to this moment, it is also 13.8 billion light years. Now I'm about to blow your mind a little bit more. When we think about the universe, grasping the size is so empowering, daunting, perhaps a little scary, (laughs) but it is something to be in awe of. So just one light year. So if you were to travel at the speed of light for one year, you would travel 5.88 trillion miles. So you heard me right. That's 5.88 trillion miles times 13.8 billion years. So the universe is very, very large. And so size is really just dependent on the viewer, the observer. We can look at an ant and say it's very tiny and we are very large compared to the ant, but to the universe, we are also very small. And so as we're thinking about this, the size of the universe, let's move into galaxies. One really exciting fact that I think is so beautiful is that all galaxies are moving apart from each other at the exact same rate. And so that's how they were able to run the numbers to figure out how old is the universe. They take each of those galaxies that are expanding from each other, and if you run it backwards into one moment, well, there's your answer. And so it's beautiful to see that the universe is evolving. There's a flow to this. And the sun, our sun, which is gigantic, right, from our perspective, I mean, (laughs) it is not even visible in our galaxy. And the earth is like a grain of sand beside the sun. The sun is 94 million miles away from planet earth. And so if you're thinking about light years, remember 13.8 billion light years is the universe as we know it, it would take eight light minutes in order to traverse the galaxy or space to get from planet earth to the sun. Eight minutes versus 13.8 billion light years. Kind of mind-boggling, right? Now, let's move into even smaller, the atom. The nucleus of an atom is one part in a million of one part of a billion of the atom's volume. So in other words, just as the sun dwarfs interstellar space, so does the nucleus dwarf the atom. The entire universe is accumulated of small things. All things are made of these atoms. And actually, a really fun fact that will also blow your mind is that if you were to take all human beings, remember, the nucleus and the space within the atom is mostly empty space. It is neutrons, protons, electrons, neutrons turn back into protons. And within this, it really is energy. And if we were to remove that space from every single atom within every single person on the planet, and all you did was squish together those neutrons, protons, electrons, and you squished them all together, 
because now all that space between the atom is not there, all of humanity would fit in size of a sugar cube. Whoa. <laughs> Can we just take a moment for that? Insane to think about. You are an accumulation of small things. Within your body, you have about 30 to 40 trillion cells. And within your body, because there are a certain number of atoms that make up a cell. And so within your body, you have, give or take, 100 trillion atoms. And this is incredible. This is something that we know, yes, many of these numbers you may have learned at some point in school, but as I shared at the beginning of this conversation, it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget what you actually are. And so continue on with me because we're building on this as we continue on. We're going to keep growing in this conversation together. All things are made up of subatomic particles. And actually, there are scientists out there that are studying this and they're you know, using accelerators to break apart protons and really exciting things are happening in science. And it's a really exciting time to be alive to know these things. And, you know, I would say to myself, okay, I'm one person. I think we would all raise our hand and say, yes, I am me. But if we look at it from a more accurate perspective, like on a scientific perspective, because if size is only of the observer, right, then our cells would disagree. You know, your atoms are extremely fascinating. They're capable of remaking themselves. And in fact, Every second for you to stay alive, it's producing one million cells. There's a constant surrendering of the old that doesn't serve anymore and an acceptance of the new. This constant remaking and every few months, all of your cells are replaced and they're not messing up. (laughs) There is a dynamic flow of information that's happening here without your conscious awareness making yourself in a very specific way. You know, your heart cells remain in the heart. They don't move around the body. So it's not like a cell in the heart is replaced and then that cell moves into the brain or moves into the toe. It's very organized and very coordinated and very precise. And in all of nature and within us, this highly coordinated behavior is going on of reproducing, remaking. And in biology, there's no differentiation of how the cell actually knows what to do. And this next fact is just going to absolutely blow your mind. In the conception of life, so I am currently going through IVF, and we just had our embryo transfer, so we're in an exciting phase of the process. And I know through this process that after the sperm meets the egg, it begins to multiply very quickly. Within six days, it's 100 cells. And it's like a bat out of hell, just repopulating itself. And actually, for the first 14 days, that embryo, they did this study in two very reputable labs, independently separate of each other, where one embryo, they created this like, I know, kind of, like I said, crazy time to be alive. But they created this faux, if you will, uterus. Obviously, it's synthetic. It's not of organic matter. I actually don't really know what it's made of. I just know the facts of the study. So I'm going to be humble and tell you that part. (laughs) But what's important is that 
the uterus that they created did not provide any type of nourishment to the embryo. The uterus was simply a material for the embryo to implant into. And that embryo was able to provide for itself and able to continue to make these cells and to create itself for 14 days without help. How does it know to do that? It doesn't have any blueprint. There's no environmental information. It's not an amniotic fluid yet. There's no guide. It's just doing it. And we're all making different sets of arrangements within ourselves, same function of what we are made of, but not the same arrangement. And so the principle of each human being on the planet is the same, but the details are different. Same thing for all trees, the grass, the flower. This is true within all of nature, all of creation. So we have a highly complex system that is completely functioning as one very highly advanced organism. This is true for the planet and for one human being. So you can start to see this beautiful connection with the way that we operate as human beings here in our existence parallel to the entire universe. There is a very beautiful reflection. And so I'm going to keep sharing some more information with you. And again, remember, I'm building on to our final conclusion here at the end. So stick with me. So to move through space, okay, we live in the dimension of space and time. And so to move through space, we must experience time. There's no option for you to move through space without time. As far as I know, teleportation has not existed yet. (laughs) Two really interesting things here that I'd like to share that when I first discovered this, like it's obvious, but also when it's realized, it's also just so incredible to think about. The only way that we experience time is when heat is involved. For me, the first time I realized that was just like I was reading a book on time and all these fun facts about time because we all experience time differently. And that one fact I remember just thinking was so cool. I mean, even your thoughts are producing energy. There's an electric charge when you think. And so even just sitting still, there's heat being produced. Your heart is pumping. You are experiencing time. And so in all things, when time is, you know, sun rises and sets, like heat is required for time to exist. And so another interesting fact about time is that as you move through time, space and time, but specifically time, it produces different points of consciousness. And so, for example, you guys know my story. If you don't, it's within the episodes here. But whenever I was 19 and single and building my business, my point of consciousness, meaning my ability to reflect, to consider, to make decisions, was a very different place than where I am today. I've had many more experiences that have produced many more thoughts and many more feelings. And so my point of consciousness today, since I've moved through time, is different. And it's true for all of us. And what's interesting is we'll oftentimes get caught up in the past of what someone did to us or what we did that was wrong, but we 
neglect to acknowledge that that person and ourselves were at a different point of consciousness. And every day, every moment, you are moving into a different point of consciousness. And as you do, you are evolving. And so, of course, of course, I would have made different decisions if I were at this point of consciousness back when I was 19, but I wasn't. And I can't change that. And that is a part of forgiveness, realizing that we're all advancing. I mean, people will hold grudges with each other for 10 years, but ultimately who they are today is different than who they were then. And releasing each other from this bondage of stagnant identity and realizing that we're all moving in time and space in this experience of existence and life together is so important to have clear perspective on life and on our relationships. So moving on into what I have planned here for us today, the universe is a tensor field and so are we. And so let me get into this a little bit with you so that you can start to see where this idea of how we have an electromagnetic field. This is truly science. I think a lot of times people coming into this realm of thinking about manifestation or spirituality elements, it can sound really woo-woo and it can sound really mystical and would be nice kind of thing. But ultimately, this is why I love science because the more that you dig into the science, the more that you realize there is no separation. It actually is all in alignment with each other. And so thought creates an electric charge and different thoughts create different feelings for different people. Based on your past experiences and your specific personality, one thought may create joy for you, whereas that thought may create sorrow for someone else. So there's so many infinite possibilities of personality here. But thought creates electric charge, and your feelings create a magnetic charge. And this is where you are manifesting in every moment your electromagnetic field. Now, the Earth also has a field. The galaxy has a field. Each atom has a field of energy that binds itself to another atom. And in this understanding, when you get down to the basics of matter, energy, existence, life, universe, all things, you can see very clearly that we are all one. Not just humanity, all animals, all of nature, all of the universe. We are connected in this beautiful reality of oneness. Yet we are unique, and yet we are ordinary. The way I like to think about individual souls and consciousness and this existence that we are is each of us are like a snowflake. There's no snowflake that is the same. So every one of us are unique, so special, and so loved. But the super aware, infinite intelligence God is like water fluid, constant. And so the snowflake also is water. It returns to water, but for a short time, it is a snowflake and it is unique and it is one of a kind. And that is you. And that is your relationship in an analogy with the universe. And so the deeper that you go inside yourself, the bigger the influence you have on the universe and your reality. The concept that you could possibly investigate the universe, which you're in, 
without investigating yourself is thus flawed. So how do we manifest our dreams knowing this? Something else that really is just so mind-boggling is your interpretation of what you see, your eyes sucking up protons and shifting into the brain (laughs) is actually how you see, kind of crazy. All things essentially are made of light, but not in the sense of what we think of light, like the sun, you know, x-rays, microwaves, the radio, it all exists, but we don't see it. And in actuality, we only see 0.0035% of what is happening in reality. We see so little of what is happening because like I said, everything is energy. Everything is energy. If someone walks in the room and they're in a bad mood, oftentimes before you even look at them, you can feel it. Sometimes you can sense what someone is thinking without them ever saying anything. You know, when you walk into different stores at a mall, there's a different feeling for each one. That feeling is energy and it comes from the creator, which is a person or a team. And so when you're thinking about your business and your relationships and your profits and the things in your life, When we realize that we're not just meant to live this hustle culture of affecting matter with matter, we're really spiritual beings that are one with the universe and have the power to create whatever electromagnetic field we desire. We just fall asleep to this and we live in a matrix in our society of this is my identity, I have to have these requirements to achieve this level of success. And ultimately, this is such an illusion. And really, in the next episode, I'm going to talk a lot about waking up from this matrix and reclaiming your life and your power. And so as you think about your life, really realizing the simple fact that the particles are the manifestation of the field. And yet even so, the field is the manifestation of the particle. And so this connection to yourself is also the connection to the universe. It's kind of like thinking about like, okay, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Because if in quantum physics, time does not exist, well, then what is the separation between the beginning of the universe and the beginning of you? Certainly within space and time, the dimension that we're in, we can acknowledge, okay, I could travel 13.88 billion light years to get to the beginning of the universe. But ultimately, that's in the realm of matter. And so just as I shared, we only see 0.0035% of what reality is. There's so much more to life than simply what's in front of you in your visible reality. The energy that exists is what actually manifests the desires that you have within your heart. It's not going to happen through just a strategy. You know, this is one of the biggest reasons that I have followed this inner nudge within my heart to share this with you because it has been almost a decade of helping other entrepreneurs build their businesses. And I've seen strategies work, yes, but I've also seen them not work. And at the end of the day, what makes the difference is the individual behind the strategy, the energy behind the strategy. That's why it's so important to always be aware of the energy in which you are doing your work because it's going to be felt by your potential clients. You could look at someone's post out there and say, 
oh, you know, that's a great post. Let me kind of emulate that. This is doing really good on Instagram. But at the end of the day, the energy is what actually captivates the audience. It's not really the post. So it is the particle and it is the field. It is both the strategy and the energy. And one thing that I think people oftentimes get confused is thinking about, you know, this is my desire and I'm going to go this direction. But there are ego-led desires that come from the past, from littleness, from what we believe from our upbringing or what society has told us is going to be the right path for us. But ultimately, connecting with the soul is going to liberate you from this and it's going to help you connect to the universe. I have so much that I am just like bubbling at the seams right now to share with you. Even when it comes to your state of awareness, you know, when you are in high beta, for example, you are, you know, essentially in a stress state. You are thinking about all the things you have to do, paying bills, getting things done. It just seems like there's something nagging at you and that's where overwhelm and frustration are. But the more that you dip down from beta to alpha to theta, you know, especially this is where meditation is so powerful, those parts of your experience of your brain start to go away and the simplicity of your consciousness can be discovered. Your connection to the universe and your intuition and your creativity can be discovered. This is why stress can be a killer of creativity and a killer of profits because you're not able to accurately and freely connect to this part of yourself that is connected to the universe, that is guiding you and giving you the blueprint and the path. You know, we get caught up in the how, but the universe gives it to you one step at a time. (laughs) So you have to learn to surrender and to accept because there is a flow to the universe, this energy, this expansion, this evolution, and you're a part of it. And so when we are feeling led into a purpose, that is a part of the flow of the universe. And that's why it's so important to get connected to yourself, to discover yourself more deeply. And when you're interpreting and modifying thoughts and feelings, you act on those, right? That is constantly radiating into the field, moving, thinking, influence the field. And it gives you feedback. And I think this is one of the most beautiful aspects of existence is that everything is a relationship. Everything is a relationship. If you go outside, guess what? It's cold. You're going to go get a jacket. There's a relationship. There's a response, not just within other human beings, but within each other. There's this beautiful relationship constantly. When we move in resistance to the flow of the universe, life will be hard. When we have this deep inner knowing that we're called to something, but we fight against it, we get frustrated. Things don't work out. There's parts of our experience that don't feel good, doesn't feel right, but we negotiate with ourselves on why we need to keep going this direction. But when you think about this deep inner knowing within yourself, this beautiful intuition, and if you haven't connected with your intuition, I encourage you to begin to do so. I will be creating more episodes on this, and I do have previous episodes that can help you with this. If you'd like to go back, I have an episode 
on how to build a business that is authentically yours. I think so often we're building a business because we're looking at other people's strategies and what's out there online, but ultimately a soul-driven business is the one that is the most profitable and the most fulfilling. And so if you would like to start to connect with your intuition, go back there. I also have opportunities coming up where you and I can be more closely connected and I'm going to be encouraging you with more strategies and tools and practices on how you can also connect with your intuition. But in our society, we're taught to make rational decisions, to be logical and analytical, but that's where high beta is. That's not where the connection of the universe exists. Yes, it is important to be rational, absolutely, but love is above all of that. And so This is where in our existence, it is this and that. So it is the strategy and it is the energy. The problem comes in whenever we neglect the energy portion, when we only lean on the rational, when we only lean on the particle versus the field. But we have to remember the particle manifests the field and the field manifests the particle. And so according to quantum physics, when you're looking out into your life and you have this nudge It's a dream within your heart, or you have something that you imagine for your life, and it's just your dream life. In the quantum, every single possibility exists. Now, if you think about consciousness and creation, if you could imagine like another planet using your imagination, you can think about all the movies that are out there. People have created very different realities in movies for how creation and humanity or existence could exist. And all of those are possible. Every single way of doing life could be possible. But through society, groups of people coming together, deciding this part is good, this part is bad, this is how we're going to operate, these are going to be the laws of the land, and they begin to set boundaries on experience. And not to say that this is good or bad, but it is certainly something to consider and to realize that That is the matrix that we are in because it is something that is predisposed. When you come into this world, you don't have the choice to say, wait, I want to come into a different society. Again, this is not good or bad, but it's something to wake up to. The subconscious is programmed by the age of seven, but yet plasticity still remains. So a lot of times people will focus on childhood traumas and things that happened to you before a certain age, but trauma is just as impactful if it happens to you at the age of 30 as the age of seven. And so we have to bring light to that. And I think that oftentimes that can be forgotten. But within this, for example, whatever was programmed at adolescence is very hard to undo. One of the things that is programmed the earliest is religion. And religion is really just man's attempt to identify God. And one thing that I found in my own journey is that In religion, we focus more on the identity of God than the nature of God, the reality of God. We start to pull God out of certain things, but within all of existence and creation, you really, how could you possibly separate God from any one thing? And I think also in self-development and manifestation and many different teachings out there on how to build businesses, you know, God is often left out. It's a thing that we don't talk about because You know, we have to respect each other's religions and we don't want to offend each other. But I think, again, love is above all of that. It's not to say that anyone is wrong because they're not. It's more to say 
that God is God and the universe is the universe and you are you. And these things cannot be changed. They always have been, always will be, and they are today. And so as you start to separate from this matrix of what we're experiencing here, you can start to connect with who you really are and what you really want in life and be empowered to create that life because it's yours to do so. And being connected with yourself is also being connected to the universe. And so something to also consider as we're coming here towards the latter half of our conversation is as we move through life, science shows that there's you know about 60,000 thoughts you can have a day. So based on your age, you're obviously going to have more thoughts at the age of 30 versus at the age of 15. And depending on the number of thoughts in correlation with the specific feelings to each of those thoughts and your attachment to the thoughts as your identity creates your personality. And it is your personality that is the whole picture, that is the overall electromagnetic field you're constantly producing, but yet it's constantly changing because as you move through time, different points of consciousness. And this personality that you are expressing, the way that you respond to things, the beliefs that you have, the way that you show up in your day-to-day life is creating your personal reality. So that's something to take with you, really considering how is your personality, which is malleable. So it's not like you're stuck. You're never stuck. You're always evolving. Remember, my personality at 19 was very different than mine today. And when we think about our bodies, our bodies are records of the past, just like your bank account is a record of the past. If you want to work on your money blocks, I have an episode for that too. (laughs) And so when we're looking at our current reality, it is a reflection of the past. Our previous electromagnetic field, the personality that we were, the energy that we were is manifesting the particle, the manifested reality in 3D form. And so our bodies when we're talking about our electromagnetic field and what we're producing out in the field, our electromagnetic field is a result of our thoughts and feelings, which our bodies on a chemical level become addicted because every single feeling that you have is producing powerful hormones that are released throughout your body. And just like any drug, whether it's drugs, like legitimate drugs, alcohol, whether it's food, whether it's sex, it can show up in many different forms, but it simply produces a feeling that is a hormone that is an addiction. And so for example, we will use our boss to affirm our anger. We'll use our spouse to affirm our insecurity and our lack. We'll use our bank account to affirm the scarcity. And so It's more the emotion that we are connected to than the actual people and the outer circumstances that we're casting out and saying, well, that's why I feel this way. Yes, it is this and that, as I said, is the particle and the field. So it is both to consider. But at the end of it all, it starts and ends with you. And so going inward, especially through meditation, is where you can begin to just notice these thoughts. You can notice, I like to think of it as the river of thoughts. Consciousness, pure awareness, 
infinite intelligence, all is the universe. And we, through our snowflake (laughs) reality, our existence in this body, have connection to that river of thought. That's how we also are conscious and perceive thoughts. And many times when you're just like in flow state, a lot of times you'll get downloads and beautiful nuggets of wisdom and information. And that's all a part of the flow of the universe. And so when you meditate, you know, really thinking about what you are, you're an oscillating structure of space and time, boundaries and replacing those boundaries burning turbo dynamically, (laughs) sense that you're interacting with the field, sense that you are more energy than matter, and rise above what has been programmed within you. Because in every single moment, you are also programming the future you. So wherever you are today, it's not the end of the story. It's just a part of the story. It's a point on the map. And you have the power to reshape all of your cells as they, in the next three months, are going to replace themselves. Reshape the way that you respond. Begin to notice the addiction to the emotions and how is this anger or sorrow or guilt showing up day after day after day? How can you begin to break the cycle? And I think one of the biggest things that comes up is frustration because it happens. Like, these thoughts are going to continue to come. You've been, the body has been conditioned to this personality for so long that it takes a little effort to undo that. But the more that you do, the more that your body responds and it enters into a new reality of self, your higher version, the best version of yourself. And so you are exchanging across boundaries, this beautiful exchange with the universe, and you're not isolated. Your cells, your electrons, they go beyond just the physical matter. When we live in a state of stress, low vibes, trying to force and predict and manipulate and compete for outcomes, you have to remember this is affecting matter with matter. To operate in our true nature is to affect matter with energy. And so this is who you really are. And I think really discovering who you are is actually ineffable. Words limit our ability to perceive. Oftentimes one word is felt or perceived with a meaning to you that may be different from me. And this is true for all humanity. This is where offense and defensiveness come in. The way that we say things can be powerful, but yet it's such a limitation to connection and expression. But it's also a beautiful gift. I find myself often seeing this beautiful connection of where duality exists, but yet both are true. And the more that we can see that, the more that we can wake up, the more that we can see that, yes, I need to have an awesome strategy, but realizing that your vibration, having a high vibe is even more important because that is the energy at which you are producing the particle, which is your 3D reality, which is your manifestation, what you desire. And this beautiful connection that we have to God, to source, to universe is always available. It is us. We are a part of it. There's no 
possible way that you could ever be separated from it. There's never a moment that you are not worthy of it. Through creation itself, each and every single one of us across the entire planet, every country, every color of skin, every color of eyes and hair, age, it doesn't matter. Each of us are unique yet ordinary. Each of us are a manifestation of God from the universe, from that first moment of time to this moment. We are here and we can look back on ourselves and we can now realize that we have the power to manifest a life beyond our wildest dreams. And you have this power. And so I hope that through today's conversation, you might be going home or talking to a friend. Did you know that the universe is 13.88 billion light years? And that's 5.88 trillion miles. I mean, it's just mind-boggling to begin to even consider or conceive and understand, you know, when you look out in the stars at night, know that you are just as magnificent. You are just as beautiful, and you are also looking at yourself. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And so I hope that you are feeling inspired with unlimited possibility because you truly have everything you need to manifest your wildest dreams. It is all possible. And remember, it begins and ends with you may take time. It might take reprogramming and healing and forgiving. It might take some time, but in the quantum, time does not exist. And so when we meditate and we lower our brain waves, we can connect to that beautiful, powerful, infinite source of possibility. And the more that we draw our energy back to the present moment, to where we are now, we bring more energy to this moment to create new possibility. As long as we're worrying and doubting and fearing, our energy is either in the past or the future. But we're in this moment. None of that has happened yet. It's only an illusion. And when you bring your energy to this moment, you still the mind. You become centered in who you are. That is when your life is yours and you have the power. I love and adore you. And I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. I have so many exciting guests coming on the show. I've been working over the last few weeks to get them organized. And oh my goodness, we are going to have some beautiful conversations. And I also have another episode that is going to be coming out about what is a spiritual awakening? Like this is kind of a new buzz word that's coming around and it's been around since the beginning of dawn, but it is on social media, especially it's something that is being shared. And so I know that there's a lot of questions or misunderstandings about what it is. And so I have an episode coming out that will really hearing this episode is what's going to prepare you for that next episode. And so I'm going to help you connect to yourself more and more so that you can be and do and have anything you desire. You hold the power and I'm just here to remind you of it. I love and adore you. Don't forget to leave a review if you are feeling led to do so. It certainly would mean the world to me and I know that it will help this podcast reach other people. 
And also be sure to give five stars. Give someone a hug today. Tell someone you love them. Be the energy that you want to attract because that is how it works. I love you. I love you so much. (laughs) And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode here on The Marissa Morrison Show. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.